With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field whatever the sport whatever the moment it's never ordinary at bed 365 21 plus only must be present in ohio if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, Jalen Hurd torn ACL and broken back within the last 12 months. That is that is not good. Albert Breer joins us from MMQB. And uh, Albert, let, let's start with the Niners, with the Jalen Hurd injury. 
Uh, it's always hard to repeat. It's even harder, seems like, to be the other team in the Super Bowl, right? Those are the teams outside of the Patriots yeah. that, that struggle. What are your thoughts on the Niners who have Debo Samuel broke his foot and now Jalen Hurd has an ACL? Yeah, and I, and I think it's important to kind of remember how foot problems, and I'm sure you know this, Doug, can be lingering. And, um, you know, really, a lot of times when guys still tab them, they don't go away for a while even when the guys are able to play again. And so, um, you know, I, I think it certainly puts the onus on, on their young receiver, Brandon Ayuk. I think it helps now to have a happy George Kittle um, in camp. And, I, you know, I just tell you, I, I think this sort of test Kyle Shanahan again, who um, is certainly one of the premier offensive minds in football, you know, to make it work with a little bit less. Um, that said, their identity was never through the receiver position. When they made the Super Bowl last year, they did it with some injuries there. Um, you know, Marquise Goodwin was somebody who went down over the course of the year last year. That wasn't necessarily their strength. Uh, their strength was through the lines of scrimmage, both on offense and defense. And, um, you know, fortunately enough for them, they still have those strengths. The offensive line with Trent Williams coming aboard should be outstanding again. Um, speaking of Trent Williams, obviously he comes over from the Washington Redskins. Where amazing news, Alex Smith is cleared for football activities. So, look, Alex Smith is, I mean, it's kind of an amazing life tale, right? To go from a guy who uh, lightly recruited, goes to Utah, undefeated, taken number one overall, new uh, offensive coordinator seemingly every year, like first seven years, takes them to the NFC Championship game. Not his fault they lost to the Saints, right? Two fumbles on special teams really undid them has a perfect game against the Cardinals on Monday night, then gets a concussion, gets beat up by Kaepernick, goes to the goes to the Chiefs, does everything they want, gets him to the playoffs, but he's captain checked down, gets replaced by Pat Mahomes, goes to the Redskins, gets a huge contract, breaks his leg, nearly dies or loses his limb, and now all of a sudden he's back. You cannot get a better personal story, and up until this point he's been a far better quarterback than anything else with the Redskins. Is, is there a chance he wins this job? I mean, I, I don't know. Based on everything you just said, I guess you don't want to rule anything out. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Like, of the guys um, you should never count out, that's one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I do think they're going to give, you know, and, and look, he's not there yet. Like, you know, this is all sort of set up as a step-by-step process. They wanted to show him to show first when they put him on PUP. Um, then he could, you know, do all the requisite football movements. So he checked each one of those boxes. Um, and that, you know, gave him a chance to get back into football practice, quote-unquote, which is, you know, what happened yesterday. He took him off to the key equipment for football. But there are still a few steps that they're going to want to see him kind of take before they're willing to throw him into the competition. So I think one of the things you have to remember with each one of these, Doug, and um, there are a few of them out there. Coaches are going to have to make decisions faster than they're used to when it comes to who's starting. Um, and coaches are going to have to kind of give their team, to be fair to the other t- 10 guys in the huddle, if they haven't decided who their quarterback is, at least a little bit of a heads up ahead of time that this is who we're going to be building around. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I think like most of the offseason for them has been about trying to find answers on who Dwayne Haskins is and whether or not he could be the long-term quarterback for Ron Rivera. Um, I don't think anybody there is under the illusion that they're going to be in the Super Bowl in February. So, you know, right now, I think what this is about for them is finding a way to get answers on Dwayne Haskins. And so I think over the next, you know, three, four weeks, they're going to give Haskins every opportunity 
to be the guy there. They're not going to hand him the job, but they're going to give him every opportunity to be the guy. Um, and, you know, I, I think really for the other guys, for Kyle Allen and Alex Smith, it would sort of take something going wrong with Haskins. Um, for them to, for free of those guys to be the starter on week one. Albert Breer joining us in the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. What are you hearing out of New England in terms of their quarterback battle? I mean, I think it's we can. Um, you know, and they're doing what they always do, which is try to level the playing field, send the right message to the rest of the team and let you do it. And, and, you know, I mean, like, look, like when they line them up in practice and the way they line them up in practice early in camp, it's really by seniority with the team. You know, Brent, Brian Hoyer has been there for a long time. He's had two different stints there, um, or three now, three different stints there. Jared Stidham has a year under his belt in the system, and Cam Newton's now. So one, two, three, that's the way they're taking the snaps. Um, yeah, but I don't think you bring Cam Newton aboard with the idea that, that he's going to be anything but your starter. So I think he'll be either the starter or he won't be on the roster. And my guess is he's going to be the starter. And I think that there's some things about his style of play um, that make him the perfect quarterback for the 2020 season. So Bill Belichick gets a guy who I think is ideal for the sort of set of circumstances that everybody's going to be facing in 2020 if you are forced into a spot where you're going to be putting in a new quarterback. Um, and then, you know, the bonus is, you know, maybe he is who he was in 2015 again, in which case maybe you have a long-term answer. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. What do you make of Tom Brady saying it's good to finally have an offensive coach? <laughs> uh, I think it's interesting. I mean, I, I think I, I think Tom would tell you. And, and look, I, I I really believe the thing Tom would tell you that he benefited a lot from from playing for Bill Belichick for the last twenty years. Because you think about it, right? Anything that Tom got thrown at him, Bill would be able to explain it down to the like like smallest detail. And so, you know, I think having a defensive coach as a head coach actually probably benefited him in a lot of ways over the last 20 years. Uh, but I do know that one of the things that Tom wanted in leaving New England was investment and being able to go somewhere and say, I, you know, I'm going to be a part of putting something really great together. And he had that to a degree in New England, and there's no question him and Josh and him and Bill had made the offense really fit for Tom over the last 20 years. Uh, but this is sort of building something from the ground up. And I think the idea of having an offensive-minded head coach allows him to think, okay, like I've always been sort of focused on team achievement, and I love personal achievement. I'm competitive about that too. But now having an offensive head coach with all these weapons around me, I'm really going to get a chance to go after both and achieve both the team goals and maybe some personal things that I've had my eye on. Albert Breer, our guest in the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. You know what's interesting, or at least to me, first year in uh, nearly two decades, no Eli Manning with the New York Giants. And so I guess because there's always drama with the Jets or because of all the other quarterback changes, no one's talking about the Giants thus far. Uh, but look, Daniel Jones had some great, obviously, preseason moments. Good moments in the regular season. Saquon's back. It's year three of the rebuild. What are you hearing about the New York Giants? Oh, I mean, I think that, you know, I think a lot of it's going to come down to how they, they look in November and December. And that's really what you're going to be looking at. Losing Nate Solder at left tackle. Um, I, that's, I mean, as, as uneven as he was his first couple of years there, that's, that's a blow. Um, because now... That means you're basically forced to play in your rookie at left tackle on Andrew Thomas. 
And you don't know who your right tackle is going to be. And so much of what Dave Gettleman has tried to do over the last couple of years has been building up on both lines of scrimmage. Um, they spent hot picks in those areas. They traded for Leonard Williams on defense. You know, obviously, you, know, you look at the, the offense, signing Nate Silver and Drashen Thomas and Bo Hernandez. Um, so, you know, I, I, this, this is, this, I, losing Nate Silver when they did the blow. Um, but I think so much of this year is going to be about just sort of establishing what Joe Judge wants in the program and, uh, and what he's looking for in individual players. I, you know, I don't think they're there yet. Um, you know, but uh, to, to me, the key is really going to be is Daniel Jones playing better ball in December than he was in September, and do we see incremental improvement from the young players there? Because certainly over the last couple of years, Dave Gettleman's tried to do is make them a little bit younger across the board. No question about it. He ab- a- absolutely has. Um, I think everybody expects Kansas City to be there in the end, but they've had a couple. Damian Williams, you're losing a talented offensive guard. Uh, what's the sense of Kansas City with, with their opt-outs? Like, I know you draft a super talented rookie, um, yeah. but but Damian Williams was their best offensive player for about three-quarters of that Super Bowl last year, and yeah. and the line is designed to, to protect Mahomes, and you're losing a key figure at guard. Uh, yeah. What are your thoughts on the on the defending champion Chiefs? Well, sure. I mean, like, I, I think what you, what, you, what you get out of, Kalechi Assembly is going to be interesting and in, in whether or not he can be close to what he was. He obviously was a really good player a few years ago. Um, you know, and, and, and I think when you look at where they're at offensively, too, they actually could wind up being a little better at receiver this year. Um, if Nicole Hardman comes along like they hope he'll come along, you know, now all of a sudden, you know, you, you, you might have three guys who can just rip the, rip the wood off of a defense out there with, with him and Sammy Watkins and Tyreek. Um, I don't think they're going to take any sort of step back defensively or offensively. Um, you know, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is a perfect fit for what they do. And with all the space that they're able to create with all that speed on the outside, I don't think there's any question that there's going to be some exciting stuff we're going to see from the rookie. And really where I think the team like, winds up going this year is going to, again, depend on the progress of the defense. And the defense got better in November and December last year started to pick up on what Spagnuolo was trying to, to get across. And we saw a team that was able to actually make plays and, and win games on the defensive side of the ball in the playoffs. And so, um, you know, I think the question is, you know, when they're you know, bringing in guys like Frank Clark and Tyron Matthews, now those guys have a year for the belt, is there a chance that they're more well-rounded than they were a year ago? Because that defense, when it came on at the end of the year, that's really when they turned the corner. Who does Jadeveon Clowney play for this year? You know, I, I I kept saying Seattle because it just it makes the most sense to me that he go back there. Um, but they've spent now, you know what I mean? Like so, they went and they went they went and they got Jamal Adams, and um, you know, I, I I still think the best thing for everybody would be for them to find some sort of financial middle ground and get him back there, just because they can't pass You know, and and obviously, you know, throwing the dice and a guy like Jamal Adams kind of puts him in an all in all in sort of spot. Um, you know, but Jadavion Clowney's financial expectations have kept that from happening. So, if I had to, if I had to throw a dart right now, I mean, I, I'd throw a dart at maybe a team like a Tennessee or a Cleveland that's been looking for for pass rush help and has a space to do something. Um, but I don't know, Doug. I mean, I think it's a big part of this is really come down to like what he was expecting to get at the beginning of all this. Um, and, you know, I, I, look, like, I understand why you felt that way. You see 
Demarcus Lawrence and Frank Clark and and all these other guys can do a twenty million dollar range, and you wonder where yours is. But you know, I think to find the right spot, you know, he's going to have to again. I mean, I think for a second time, lower his his financial expectation. Um. It's 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 interesting. I mean, super super interesting that a guy that talented is sitting out there, and because yep. he just he priced himself out of the market, it's been unwilling to adjust. Now everybody else, now you know how it is. Once you get into camp, guys start to teams start to convince themselves we're okay, we'll we'll be fine, we'll we'll figure we'll figure it out. Uh, right. Fig, fig, well, figure out. I mean, Doug, the gamble is on the other end. Like, is he like does somebody get hurt? You know, and that, that, that a lot of times can create opportunities. So, I mean, there is a scenario out there where somebody could get this desperate because they do have an injury in the next couple of weeks. Right. That was Cam Newton was supposedly waiting on that, and then he got antsy right. and he took a minimum deal. So, it's, a, it's an interesting hypothesis. I don't know if it becomes a theory. We'll just have to see. Albert, great stuff as always. Uh, last thing, May, um, Mayfield said basically he was heavy last year and he kind of lost himself. Uh, do you, does it work? Stefanski wants to run the football a little bit more conservative considering all the talent they have out wide, but they can run it. They have reworked the line. They do have a good running game. Does the, does, do the new look Browns work? I think we're going to see better Baker. Um, whether or not the Browns are there yet, I don't know. Uh, one thing I would just point to, and I, and I think this is an important piece that a lot of people overlook. If you look at the three quarterbacks who really had the big breakout years in the last three years, Carson Wentz in 17, Pat Mahomes two years ago, and Omar Jackson last year, one thing that was common is they all had, they all three of them had great tackle play. Um, you know, Wentz was playing behind Jason Peters and Lane Johnson. Uh, Mahomes was playing behind Eric Fisher and Mitch Schwartz, and Lamar Jackson was playing behind Ronnie Stanley and Orlando Brown. And the Browns made an investment this year in drafting Derrick Williams with the 10th pick and signing Jack Conklin to play on the right side. And so if that tackle position stabilizes, that gives Baker Mayfield a much, much better chance. And I will say this, he's still not held in two things that he's gone up a little. He's been a little more vocal in team meetings, um, and he's also sort of drilled down on the details, which is a good sign with a young player. Um, you know, the little things that he's been working on, footwork and out of the shotgun, that sort of stuff, I think it tells people that his mind is in the right place. Albert, awesome stuff. Albert Breer, check him out at MMQB or follow him on social media. Thanks for joining us on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, Doug. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Donovan Mitchell just drove in down two where he'll get the foul call, get a chance to get to the line. I'm not really sure how you guard Don Mitchell if he's going to be allowed to do that, but that's a it's a pretty obvious foul on the uh, Denver Nuggets where you just he gets going downhill and starts, you know, driving right at you, kind of throwing his arm into you. Torrey Craig gets called uh, for the foul. He fouls out with 22 seconds to go. So Denver has a two-point lead over Utah. This is the first playoff game of the NBA playoffs. Of course, it's being played in the bubble in Orlando. And there's a lot of things that are different about it, right? There's there's no crowds. There's no He'd be at home right now in Salt Lake to make these two free throws. He's 10 of 10 from the free throw line. He has 49 points. And the only thing potentially rooting against him is one little screen in the arena of Denver Nuggets fans. But if he makes this, he'll tie it up and the Nuggets will have the ball and get a chance to hold for the last shot. But my, my first question is always like, why would you shouldn't call a timeout? You're an NBA team. You should, if you call a timeout, you're allowing the other team to set their defense. And as of right now, the Nuggets are not calling timeout. Jamal Murray is going to have the ball about 15 seconds to go in the game. And I would say that Jokic should at least get a touch or set a high ball screen so you have your two best players, ball screen and the ball, but but we'll see. Anyway, update coming from Dan Beyer in in a moment. As, uh, is that going to go to? 
Well, Jokic caught the ball. It was a pick and what's called a short roll, right? So you don't roll, you don't pop for a three. You, you know, kind of roll out. So you're about 17 feet from the basket. He shot faked, took one dribble. He tried to shoot a little hook shot over Rudy Gobert. And, you know, Gobert, who's arguably the best defensive center in the NBA, challenged, didn't block the shot, but caused Jokic to miss it. And now it looks like we're going overtime. That, I mean, you're that close. Whatever happens in this series, just remember the Jazz, excuse me, the Nuggets had a five-foot hook shot from Nikola Jokic, a chance to win the game outright in game one in regulation. Um, there's a growing movement in the Big Ten, and maybe some of it is FOMO. FOMO is fear of missing out. Maybe some of it is FOMO. I think some of it is also just the reality of people starting to understand all of the benefits to playing college football. Now, I want you to keep in mind something. Okay, keep in mind something. College football is that no, nobody is, nobody's cutting these kids' salary, these contracts. Okay, they've all, they don't, they don't get to opt out or opt in. They've just been deemed to say they don't, they're not going to have a season. So there's no opt out. There is no opt in. Because, you know, if you were playing and you didn't want to play, no one's scholarships being removed. So the idea, I understand that there are people that believe one player, a Justin Fields, is so popular that he's above that of the normal benefits of a scholarship. I would say the balance to it is that there is no, everyone is kind of treated the same. And there are plenty of guys that don't achieve greatness, but they're still treated, as long as they're good enough students, uh, as scholarship athletes get the exact same benefits with the exception of all the promotion that Fields gets. But as you're seeing parents and fans and players all load up and sign this petition to let the Big Ten kid, kids play, and then Dennis Dodd uh, just tweeted out a story that Penn State's president said there was no final vote as to whether or not they should play or not play. In other words, the Big Ten's new commissioner, Kevin Warren, just decided on his own, hey, I think it's too dangerous. Let, let's wrap this thing up. I mean, look, there's a lot of things that are hypocritical. The idea that it's not too dangerous to play football normally, but football with a potential virus, which a very, very small percentage of uh, uh, of athletes would actually potentially be affected by an even smaller percentage of people that would potentially have post-virus effects and that you're in a much more secure bubble than people would lead you to believe. I, I know people think that if you're a college kid and you're on a college campus, you're going to be hanging out like all the rest of the college kids on college campuses. Do you know when that doesn't happen? When you have football practice. That's when it doesn't happen. When you have when you have football practice, you don't go out. You only hang out with your boys. You're at the facility. You're at a training table. You're in the training room, you know, or you're in the locker room. That's why they built those ridiculous locker rooms. Oh, they just have those to show off. No, they have them because that's the bubble that college athletes live in. And then you look at the Indian story. Do you guys know this Indian story? The Cleveland Indians, you guys see what happened? Byer shared it with us uh, last hour. This is a real story. Okay? Mike Clevenger and Zach Plesak both broke proto protocols. 
Right. Jeff Passan from ESPN is reporting that it's caused such a rift within the locker room. Right, within the locker room, that's two-fifths of the rotation that has a major league best 2.43 ERA. But several players on the team, including 39-year-old left-hander Oliver Perez, said he would leave the team if those guys returned to the roster. Shortstop Francisco Lindor, four-time All-Star, considered the heart of the team, was outspoken as well. In other words, there's some positive peer pressure here. Hey, these guys, they screwed up. They messed up protocol. They put us all at risk. I don't want them back on our team. That's how college football teams operate as well. That's why you, that's why you're less likely to see guys uh, party and go out because they pressure each other to not party, not go out. If you want to have a season, let alone be successful, that's where the coaches come in because the coaches threaten you with playing time if you don't do the right thing. So I look at the Justin Fields deal. And him getting all these signatures, getting all the support, getting it from all these families. And you're starting to get to the heart of people like Justin Fields truly. Because he doesn't have anything left to play for in terms of being a pro. You know, maybe he could battle his way into be the number one quarterback taken. So the number two quarterback taken. But no, no, no. He simply wants to play with his guys and win. That's it. That's what sports has always been about. Playing, representing your school, representing your boys. You know, you live together, you work together, you play together. And then... If you're so successful, the reward is if you're so fortunate to play in the NFL. You don't simply play college sports to play in the NFL and play in the NBA. And that's what's on display here. Parents getting it. Athletes getting it. And maybe the American public starting to understand it. Overtime continues in Orlando. That's a good little matchup of the two big guys. Jokic is just, he's so slow, but and he's such a good passer, but all he tries to do is drop these crazy dimes. Coming up next, more insight from Big Ten football. Dave Revson's going to join us. Was there a vote? Is it changeable? Can, they, can college football teams come back and still play because they're still practicing and other college football programs are going to play? Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Rick Buecher joins us from Bleach Report and also on Fox Sports 1. Rick, we're watching the Nets get thoroughly destroyed by the Toronto Raptors. And obviously the Raptors are... You know, they're, they're kind of like, it's it's weird. No one talks about them being defending champions, even though they are. Like, nobody treats them with any sort of respect. Some rightfully so, some wrongfully so. But one of the things that's been pointed out to me is, I get how good Portland's been, but Portland's been good against the Nets, who are without four starters. They've been good against the Sixers, who didn't have Simmons and Embiid didn't play much of the game. They've been good against a bunch of beaten-up teams. Uh, let's start with the Blazers. How good are they actually, and are they a threat to the Lakers? Well, I, I would flip that around. Is I'm trying to figure out how, how figure out how good are the Lakers at this point, and what is going to be the prevailing, what are the prevailing factors going to be for success in these playoffs? Because generally, defense counts for a lot, and what I think we're seeing with Toronto against Brooklyn is that if you can play defense and you can score a little bit, you're going to, it's going to be a much different game. It's that you're going to, you're going to win by a lot. What we saw with Denver and Utah is there's still some issues there defensively for teams that we consider to be fairly good defensive teams. Uh, and yet the shots are available. So this is what I don't know. Uh, if it comes down to being a, uh, a scoring race between the Lakers and the Blazers, then I think that the Blazers uh, can scare the Lakers, may even uh, upset them. Um, can the Lakers get back to playing the defense that we saw them play during the regular season? I mean, they, they have been flat out awful defensively against everybody in the bubble. Are they going to flip a switch and get back to that? And are they going to get back to their three-point shooting? That, that, to me, determines that the Blazers are going to be what they are. They're not a good defensive team. 
they can score and they can get it from a lot of different directions and they have a resilience. Uh, it, it really, it's going to determine, uh, everything's going to be determined on, on who the Lakers are. Are they the regular season team? Then this isn't going to be a contest. If they're not, then the Blazers have a chance. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of, of Rick Bucher. Um, I, 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 I wonder, the Avery Bradley thing, he has a player option for next year. How welcome could he possibly be in that locker room? I guess it depends on where things go, but I, I, I would imagine if you make this decision, you're not planning on being there next year. I don't see how you, I don't see how you can be, to be honest with you. Um, you know, there's all sorts of circumstances and guys are looking at the playing or not playing in the bubble and saying, Hey, to each his own, but considering what's at stake for the Lakers, correct? it's hard for me to imagine that, that he would have made that decision thinking that he was going to come back and play for them next year. Vladi uh, gets gets fired with the Sacramento Kings. Is it as simple as how could you not take uh, how could you not take Luca? No, I don't think that's the only factor. I mean, uh, from what I know, that there was a you know there, there was there was a real um, there was a real break between Vladi and Peja uh, Stojakovic and uh, other people within the organization. So um, if you if you look. There were moves made every summer, and those were Vlade moves, where they would sign the Trevor Arizas and the Dwayne Deadmans and the George Hills, and then before the trade deadline, they would have to switch things up. And what I was told is the summer moves were Vlade's, and then the trade deadline moves or the in-season moves were other people within the within the organization trying to fix what didn't work from the summer move. So uh, the big question uh, I, I have, and I haven't been able to answer yet is that, you know, Vivek Radadive along with most every other uh, owner has, is looking at the prospect of not making as much money as they normally do. I'm not going to say that they're losing money, but that the profit margin is going to be the same and that that was going to affect uh, making decisions. They, they just re-upped both Vlade and Luke Walton. So, I've been told there was a lot of pressure on Vlade to, to, to step down. I can only imagine that they got some money back somehow, some way in order to make this happen, that they made it uncomfortable enough that Vlade decided to, to make that decision. Cause that was the one reason I thought that they, they wouldn't necessarily make a change in spite of everything was just not wanting to pay two GMs for the next three, four years. Who do you think, who do you think the Nets hire? Uh, in terms of their head coach, yep, I've heard a variety of of things, and um, you know, I've heard I've heard Ime Odoka is 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 high on their list. I, the big question for me is, uh, who do you get not to coach this team, but to coach Kyrie and KD? Um, I've heard the KD likes Jacques uh, Vaughn, uh, the incumbent. So that would be a point in his favor. I've also been told they're looking for something else and that the Sean Marks, Ime Udoka relationship from, from the San Antonio days could carry the day. So I, I honestly, I don't know that I'd go with a, with, with a young guy. I would roll the dice in bringing Jason Kidd back or go for Ty Lue or, 
Jeff Van Gundy, someone, I'm, I'm getting someone to coach KD and Kyrie. And the only, the only kind of coach that I could see doing that who's, is somebody who has some sort of track record and the ability to connect with superstar players. Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Rick Bucher. What happened to Lonzo Ball in the bubble? <laughs> I, what happened to the entire Pelicans or, uh, I mean, team? I, again, you know, one of the things that I heard and I've been told, and I haven't had this confirmed, so maybe I shouldn't say, I, I've uh, put it this way. I've heard that the Pelicans weren't, in spite of the league desperately wanting the, the, the Pelicans and Zion Williamson uh, in, in the postseason and, uh, and playing in the bubble, that the, the Pelicans organization itself was not that high on, on doing it. Well, they, 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 they certainly didn't, the players certainly didn't hide their disdain for being there. Well, not only the players, but I mean, from a, from a, you know, a, a, an organizational standpoint that they didn't see it as whether it was the, the physical risk to Zion or just the, the hall that the, that the, the steep hill it was they, they were going to have to climb to, to get into the playoff picture, um, that it, it just wasn't worth it to them. And then, which, you know, as we've now seen, that there was a disconnect between uh, David Griffin and, and Al Gentry, uh, and that's obviously uh, had a result uh, with Al no longer being there. But I don't think it's just – I don't think it's Lonzo Ball. I mean, I, I think that – that entire team and, and this, I guess the heart of it is like, who's your leader on that team? You've got a mix of guys that are looking to prove themselves, but you don't have anybody who is leading the charge or that everybody is playing around. And I think that that is no matter how much talent there is there, that's going to be an issue. And Alonzo is the kind of personality that is, you know, regardless of what his personal approach was to the bubble, he's a guy who's going to get lost in the sauce when when the those circumstances exist. Uh, okay, Rick Buker joining us. Buke, uh, who do you have in the finals? If you, I don't know if you've done. We have brackets online. Who do you like to get to yeah. the finals? Well, I, look, I picked uh, the Clippers in Toronto uh, to get there, and as much because I think that. They have proven guys in playoff situations, and uh, they can shoot the three ball, and they're, uh, they've proven that they can be very good defensively. And I think that they have depth and versatility, which, look, there's going to be more in, in, injuries that impact uh, the, the balance of power. Russell Westbrook is not the last, or uh, Ben Simmons, they're not the last guys that are going to go down before we get to the finish line. And I think that those teams are most capable – of weathering uh, an injury, even an injury to uh, a main player. So I'm going with that. But as I just said, you know, at the very beginning, like I want to know, is this going to be an offensive contest? Are we going, is, is defense going to at some point rear its head? And with the lack of crowds, are we going to see role players playing bigger roles than they normally would in playoff situations because of the pressure of playing on the road or playing in hostile environments, is it going to be different here? And I, I don't have, I don't have answers to that quite yet in spite of the fact that we're uh, a game and a half into the, uh, the postseason. No, it's still too really hard to tell and how the, how the games having one day off in between, but no travel, how that affects guys 
how being in the bubble yep. for this long affects guys. We just we don't know. It does make it very very different. Butte, great. St- have, go ahead. Yeah, I have to ask you. You look. You've got you've got plenty of uh, Lakers sources. Yeah. Uh, what what's your what's your take on and and and, and I think they're I think they're I think they're still they know Avery Bradley was a huge piece, huge yeah. piece. You know, yeah. they, and I mean, between Avery Bradley not playing well and, um, uh, you know, not getting Darren Collison the way they thought they would, like that changed them, and they kind of survived without it, knowing that if if there was one thing that was going to come up, it was going to be guard play and lack of shot creators. But at least Avery Bradley yep. was making shots before he shut it yep. da- before they shut it down. So I yep. think there's that. I also think like, look, they, you know, being isolated can bring you closer, but at some point there becomes a de- um, a decline in the actual quality of basketball. I don't think we've gotten there yet because I think a lot of these guys are super into it. Uh, but I think for the Lakers, it would be not playing playing without two of your top three point guards is or, you know, non- not named LeBron James has been really hard for them. And then, you know, the engagement of they finally get to a one seed. That said, if they can get Kuzma going the way he played well in a couple of games, it may be able to to marginalize that on some level. Fair enough. All right, Butte, great stuff, dude. You got it, Doug. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.